Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast. I'm Burke Allen, live in our studios here in Washington, D.C. The show is a service of SpeakerMatch.com, the world's largest online virtual speakers bureau. We talk to thought leaders. We talk to entertainers and authors, subject matter experts. Every Tuesday, there's a brand new podcast. You can subscribe and download anywhere you get podcasts. We're at iHeartMedia. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, all over the World Wide Web. And since it's January, we're talking about something that lots of folks struggle with through the year. And when New Year's resolution time comes around, they uh, they try to do something about it. And that is eating healthy, getting healthy. And so we thought we would bring in a certified nutritionist to help us get the New Year started right. Ricky McKenna joins us on the show. And she is the author of Yes, You Can!, Eat well and eat right. Ricky, Happy New Year. Thank you, Burke. Happy New Year to you. And thanks for having me on here. You are a a CN, a certified nutritionist. What does that mean exactly? That means I went to school. (laughs) (laughs) Nutrition and was certified by a board um, and the school system. And I've since uh, that was in, oh, my gosh. 1999. And since then, I have gone back to school periodically and studied, you know, what's new in nutrition, because it's always changing. There's always new stuff, better stuff, um, and a lot of information out there. And, you know, I think that may be where a lot of us struggle is you get so much, um, not misinformation necessarily, although there is certainly plenty of that, especially mm-hmm. if you're surfing the internet, but, but uh, you know, different advice. And, and just for example, um, I, you know, had, had been brought up to be one of those people that, uh, that, you know, was taught that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And then the last couple of years, there's been a lot of, of research release that says, no, you know, you can, uh, you know, you can skip breakfast. And then just this weekend, Ricky, I read, well, actually you should front load your meals Breakfast should be the biggest meal of the day. Lunch should be moderate. Dinner should be light. So, you know, you don't know where to go with all the information overload that's out there. Where would you advise someone to start in in separating the wheat from the chaff, if you will, in terms of nutritional information? Oh, gosh, you're so right, Burke. It is, there's a plethora of information out there, some of which I would consider good, some is not so good. I think sometimes some people make things up because it makes them feel good. But my, with my clients, my advice has always been, let's see what your individual body wants because everybody's biochemically individual. And scientifically speaking, I try to work with testing with functional medicine um, professionals who can do tests to see what your, let's say your vitamin level is, your hormone levels, um, And I recommend usually what helps people to feel better, because that's probably why I get most of my clients, because they want to feel better. And breakfast for some can be absolutely perfect. And I have a story to tell you about that one. Um, The thing you were talking about is somewhat similar to keto, but it's called intermittent fasting, which means you eat dinner early. And finish up by before eight o'clock, eight p.m., and then you don't eat anything until the next mornings or almost the afternoon, right? About eleven, you do let your body 
rest and digest and renew for 12 to 14 to 16 hours. And for some people, that's fine. For others, not so good. So, so it really is individualized in your experience yes. as a certified nutritionist. There is no sort of one size fits all diet plan. No, the only thing I would suggest for most people, with the exception possibly of um, kidney dialysis patients, is to eat as drink as much water, clear, clean, filtered water as you can. And, and that's another one that I've even read uh, studies as recently as last week that said, oh, you always heard to drink lots of water. And maybe that's that's not the case. And so <laughs> I, I think I need those initials that you have after your name to help uh, figure out what's real and what's not real out there. Well, you um, can you can reach me on my um, website. Well, I think we should start there because lots of people do these New Year's resolutions to, you know, yes. I'm going to lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds. I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to exercise and eat right. And they really don't know how to go about it. So so before we go too far down the nutritional rabbit hole, how can folks find you? Thank you very much. It's rickyskitchen.net and it's R-I-C-K-I-S kitchen.net. So it's it's one word. Ricky's Kitchen. And you have to be careful because, of course, you can't put an apostrophe in, in an email address, but it's just that one word, rickyskitchen.net. I'm also on Patreon. Uh, are you familiar with Patreon, Burke? I am familiar with Patreon. Yeah, so we can find Patreon, you there too. Right. Patreon.com and then Ricky's Kitchen. So those are two good ways to find me. And I'm and actually is, on- uh, the author of Yes, You Can Eat Well and eat right. And she speaks about health and nutrition uh, all over the country. And uh, she knows of what she speaks. So we're (laughs) going to get into this here. Um, Is it a good idea or a bad idea in your experience? You've been doing this a while for folks to strike out on a new path uh, on the new year, because even that seems to get attacked sometimes. Well, you should, you should eat right all year long. Why? Why in January? And then you're kind of shaming the people that try to get it together in January. So what what say you on the concept of the New Year's resolution? I think I call it resolutions. And most people end up, uh, I'm sure you know, I'm not quite familiar with the exact statistic, but many people end up doing fine for about the first three weeks in January, and then things start to wane. And the resolutions go, well, maybe. And by the time February hits, there might be 30% left of that resolution. And so my suggestion is to look at changing your lifestyle or modifying it a little bit at a time all year round and make your choices from the idea that, well, that made me feel better eating this way or not eating that way. Um, or choosing different foods, because life is a choice, and foods are choices, too. And so what I suggest is more moderation and eating according to your needs. And what's called, I'm sure you've heard the the term um, mindful eating. Yes. Which is extremely important, because uh, mindful eating, I think, extends to mindful living. You know, just thinking about what you're going to do, um, what really gives you energy, what um, prevents inflammation, and also tastes great. Um, and you can fall off a wagon once in a while. But basically, lifestyle to me is the important um, the way to really function 
and to enjoy life. You can choose, you know, you can have an ice cream cone or whatever, um, something sinful. Like my thing is a Three Musketeers bar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. You know what those are. Uh, but, you know, I can't do it more than maybe once every few months. But uh, you can also look at the food as um, fuel, like people take better care of their cars sometimes than they do of their own bodies. And I like to see the transformation that I can do to help people with great food, you know, real food. Um, you've heard, I'm sure, of the plant-based whole food diet. And what is I that like the all food diet? A-L-L, -L, oh, all food? No. <laughs> I yeah. like that diet. That's the one I want, the all food diet. That's kind of like the seafood diet. That is very similar. Diet. Yes, ma'am. That is correct. <laughs> no, the whole food diet uh, is what exactly? Well, it is basically a plant-based diet that includes um, healthful plants, a lot of greenery, Um Anything from, you know, lettuces, kale, you've heard broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, the cruciferous vegetables, because they are really good for you. And especially if anybody's having any problems with moving food along and having it exit their body properly um, and improving their lives, really. Um, so whole foods would be things like the, a lot of veggies and fruits. And I'm... I'm a, an omnivore. I do eat meats. I eat beef. I eat chicken, fish for sure. And just recently I made a bison meatloaf because I have a, uh, I actually have a cooking instruction class online every Thursday, which I don't know if you know about that. I don't think that was listed in, in my bio. I did not know that. So we can check you out at rickyskitchen.net and you actually do an online cooking show. I do. I do, and it's actually on Zoom. And every Thursday, I create a different recipe or I um, adapt one from somewhere else. For example, I have something called a portobello pot roast, which is portobello mushrooms instead of a beef. Because, you know, traditional pot, pot roast would call for either beef or maybe even chicken or lamb or something like that with lots of veggies. Right. But we made it with portobello mushrooms. And it, I was, uh, <laughs> it was very interesting because my guests, one of my guests was an internationally known Italian chef. And I thought, well, I know they're vegans, so I better make something that's vegan. And it turned out he took two helpings. I was really delighted. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Well played. And, you know, I want to want to say something here about cooking. This is why I said, yes, you can eat well and eat right and, and, you know, find the joy of cooking. Many people I find, my clients included, are a little bit afraid to cook. They don't know how. Um, some people who just haven't tried cooking or they think that it's very difficult. My show is intuitive cooking and it points out the fact that you can take good food and create a meal if you just use a little intuition and a little innovation and get some instruction. Once you know the basics, then you can create from whatever you have. Um, my fiance is really, <laughs> he gets a kick out of me. He looks in the refrigerator and finds nothing. And an hour later, I've got a gourmet meal on the table for him. And the thing is, what you do with what you have is the creative part. 
And that's what I like people to relax and just give it a try. Ricky McKenna is our guest today, certified nutritionist. And you can find her online at rickyskitchen.net. The book is Yes, You Can Eat Well and Eat Right. How did you get interested in in nutrition? Where did that uh, come from? Well, I raised two kids and my late husband was um, not a chef, but a chef by avocation. And both of our kids who are in their 40s and almost almost 50 right now um, are phenomenal chefs. And we all just love food. My grandmother was uh, your typical teeny tiny grandma who made really good food. And so I loved food from the time I was a kid. And I just enjoy playing with it now. And I literally mean that because you can play with your food. I give you permission. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. And creating all kinds of different things from whatever's around and trying something new every couple of weeks. I'll try a new veggie because there are thousands of them out there. And I found that nutrition is the basis for our health. Um, To me, there's nothing more important than filling yourself with something that gives you energy, that provides you with a good immune system. And I'll give you a pretty good example. Um, With COVID all around us for the last three and a half years, I did have the vaccinations and so did my fiance. And we're older than most people think we are, but neither of us, and I'm knocking on wood, because of our diet and our supplements, have avoided it. And it's been all around us. We've had friends who've had it. Um, But I truly believe, and this is what really pushed me into nutrition years ago, that food is the basis for everything, for our our health, for our happiness. Um, As a matter of fact, one of the books that I was in, the compilation book that I'm in, it's called My Chapter is My Happiness Room, which is of course the kitchen. And where does everybody gather when you have a party? in the kitchen. And so I just love food and I love experimenting with it and spices. Spices and herbs are your friends. Hey, you mentioned something uh, before we get away from it that that I actually had uh, a frequent listener uh, ask me to ask you on the show about, and that was vitamin supplements. Um, And you, you talked about how you'd stayed healthy through COVID. Congratulations. That's a wonderful thing. Um, there's also a ton of information and disinformation and misinformation out there about vitamin supplements in, in your opinion, which ones are, are crucial, which ones do you not need? And, and overall, you know, would you say vitamin supplements are all they're cracked up to be? Well, first of all, um, it's, it's, thank you for asking me that question because it's very important to me and know that vitamins are not only mints. They are supplements, vitamins and minerals. They are meant to supplement a basically good diet. If you're eating, pardon me, but crap most of the time and you think taking a multivitamin is going to help that, it may do something, but I'd say it was maybe about 3% healthier, (laughs) helping you get healthier. But it's very important to know your source to know the company from which the vitamins and minerals come and from where they source materials and how they're processed. There is a, an incredible group out there. I've just 
happened to be watching a whole series called Supplements Revealed. And every one of the experts on there from medical doctors, naturopathic physicians, formulators, um, company owners who produce the actual vitamins and mineral supplements have all said, know your source. And many of the doctors have said, have your body tested. Your doctor can do a test to see what deficiencies in vitamins or minerals you may have, as well as deficiencies in hormones. And that's why I work with physicians to help people understand that we may not be able to cure something with vitamins or supplements, but in many ways, having the supplements, certain ones, for example, vitamin C is very important. Vitamin D as in David, because it's not only a vitamin, it is actually a hormone precursor and it helps the body process other processes other than um, your, your food processes. Um, zinc and possibly a probiotic. And all of those things, you really should work with a physician and have yourself tested to see if there are deficiencies and if there are, or there could be even, um, there could be too much of something. And I'm sure you've heard if you take too much vitamin C, you're going to urinate it out. So you don't have to bother taking that much. But it's really interesting how different supplements will be absorbed by the body properly and others won't. And how many um, fillers and other things are used in certain vitamins. So and, and I, I'm all for Amazon for a lot of things, but I think I'll buy my supplements from the vitamin companies that I've investigated and looked at and trust. Um, that makes sense. You got to do your research or or find someone like you who's yeah. a certified nutritionist to make sure you get the right stuff. Ricky McKenna is our guest today. Find her online at rickyskitchen.net. She does a weekly online cooking show and her book is called Yes, You Can Eat Well and Eat Right. Um, and she joins us from uh, her palatial Texas estate. And we appreciate her <laughs> taking time out to talk through nutrition in the new year. Nutrition in the new year. Oh, I like um, that. Thank you very much. You can use that anytime. <laughs> um, so it is a dichotomy in certainly in this country um, where so much food is highly processed and uh. um, and it comes in a paper bag with a number on it because we're all on the move all the time. Is is fast food? Um, is that the overall cause, in your opinion, of of this wave of obesity in America? And if so, I mean, is it the, the processed food in the fast food that, that causes the issue? Partly, yes. And I think part of it is something that you mentioned earlier, Burke, about people being educated, truly educated. You know, running around on the internet, you can find a lot of things, um, some of which are, I consider good and valid. And other things just seem to be fads. And I don't know about you, but I get so much stuff on my phone from Lord knows where the sources are about eat this, don't eat that, um, and other things like that. That You don't know what to believe. You get, so, no, you get you information overload. That's right. It's hard. So my purpose is to empower people and educate them um, to improve their lives through really, truly knowing what they're putting into their bodies, back to the mindful eating. And 
transforming somebody's life can be absolutely amazing. I'll give you uh, an example of something. Instead of just a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast, which is a good breakfast for many people. Right. But it leaves you in about an hour feeling like you need something else to eat and you might be falling asleep. Correct. What I suggest is something different. And I did this with Richard. He was so funny. Um, uh, I made a bowl of quinoa, kale, celery, ginger, and egg. And I replaced his bowl of oatmeal with that. And he looked at it as he walked in the kitchen and I had sauteed the cat, the kale with a little bit of quinoa and, and then he did an, an over easy egg um, and chopped up some gingery, ginger and celery, fresh ginger and celery and mixed it all together in the bowl. And he looked at it and he looked at me as if to say, you want me to eat that? What happened I would probably to say the same thing. I, I'm, I'm telling you, this does not sound the least bit appetizing to me. Okay, that's kind of what he said. Uh-huh. However, I handed him a spoon and said, yeah. <laughs> and he sat down and it was interesting to watch his face because he, he's got a very descriptive face. You know, he's, he gets these expressions on his face and you can just about figure out what he's going to say. He loved it. He said, this is absolutely delicious. And he had the energy because the combination of the quinoa and the egg, which has that's protein as well as carbohydrates and fat is a good combination that helps your energy extend further than if you just have something like a big bowl of oatmeal with lots of carbs, because the carbs send your sugar high so that you have the energy but your insulin follows it. And when the sugar drops, the insulin is still up there wondering what happened. So you start to lose energy. And so with the addition of something like quinoa, and you can put quinoa or you can put an egg in with oatmeal. I know it sounds weird, but try it. Um, and the celery and the ginger, you've got some good carbs. You've got a little bit of liquid in there with the celery. So you get a little juice. Besides, I cooked it in butter. Um, and you also get the fats and the, the protein to help the energy extend longer. So instead of feeling hungry in about an hour, you may feel hungry about two and a half or three hours later because it's filling, it's satisfying, and it, it just replaces all the other stuff that is just there to fill you up. And also, you get some antioxidants and anti-inflammatory foods in there with the ginger as well. So, so you are a cook. You're a chef. Uh, I mean, you, you create these things. Uh, and by the way, if you want to check out some of these incredible recipes, go to uh, rickyskitchen.net. But I have to ask you, for folks who are on the move a lot okay. uh, and, and they don't have time to, to spend hours in the kitchen coming up with these really unique and interesting things, are there shortcuts? Are there ways to know what you can get, you know, from carry out or uh, or what you can do when you don't have time to, to spend hours in the kitchen? As much fun and as much relaxation as that may be, some people just don't have the time. True. And that's where I suggest um, when you go to the grocery store yeah. and you bring home all the goodies, wash everything and put it in either the green bags. You can send for the green bags. Those on Amazon I would buy. Uh, they help food last longer and stay fresher. I wrap my vegetables after I let them dry 
in paper towels and then put them in the green bags or just in a plastic bag, whatever, but prep things all at once that way so that if you're in a hurry, you can just grab, put it together in about five minutes and go. And for me, grab and go foods are things like fruits, fresh fruits, and even vegetables. You can grab a handful of um, old traditionally carrots and celery. You can throw in some broccoli. Um, and that makes a great meal or in-betweens. At least you're getting something healthful. Let so me I ask you about a couple of these things that are in the news all the time. Um, you, you touched on it early in the conversation. Keto. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Hmm. Depends on your goals. And the um, I think the book is still out on keto as well as paleo. And I know that Dr. Mark Hyman recommends something he calls, oh, what does he call it? It's like a combination of keto and paleo. And yes, there's good foods in both of those. The paleo usually includes meats, but keto can include meats, but not the carbs to go with it. It's a low carb, low sugar diet, which for me and for most of us is pretty good. But it's, again, individualized. You can't, I, I just can't say, there's certain things that I would say, yes, almost everybody can eat. And then there are those things which I would say, no, that's not for you. You know, if broccoli gives you gas, we got to work on your digestive system first. And so that's the big thing. It's what you can digest and what you can actually use. A so, lot of people talk about the Mediterranean diet. Is that one of the ones that is good for everyone? Or is that also something you got to look closely at, depending on, on you and your individual goals? Well, I would say for the most part, that's one that makes sense more than any, because it does include a whole variety of foods and fruits and vegetables are big there. And again, meats are definitely included in the Mediterranean diet. But for example, if you're possibly on a weight loss program or you want a little less sugar, instead of putting your, let's say, shrimp scampi on pasta, put it on quinoa. And you can replace certain things. It depends on your likes. It, again, it's individual, but the Mediterranean diet to me makes a lot more sense than many of them. And I just just as a note, um, the first three letters of the word diet are what concern me because that happens to a lot of people. Uh, most of us will at, at one point die, but I really favor the lifestyle idea much better than being on a diet because everybody gets uptight about that. <laughs> Well, it's a billion dollar industry in, in the U.S. alone, you know, with Weight Watchers and Noom and uh, Clinio and all of these different diet programs. Jenny Craig, is there one versus the other that, uh, th that you're a fan of or is it really all about making those lifestyle changes? If there were any, I would be I'm more familiar with Weight Watchers than any. And it's a good system because it. It includes a variety of different foods, which I think is good. I think our bodies need that. Um, we need to have different foods. Most of us eat about the same 15 foods every week, you know, buy them and prepare them some one way or another. And I like a variety of foods for just about everybody. 
But I think that the idea of mindful eating and keeping track of what you're eating, you can literally get a little notebook and write down what you eat. And I do have um, some, I email most of my clients the um, trackers, you know, the daily trackers. Yep. So that you can figure out, and there are a lot of them online now where you can actually find all the calories and carbs and nutritional information that's in your foods. Mindful eating more than anything. I, I really, truly believe Burke is the way to go and eating things that make you feel good, that help your skin, because everything you eat shows up on your skin, which is your largest organ. Um, to me, it's, it's the idea of transforming your life to where you can eat almost anything you want, maybe, but whatever you eat replenishes you and it empowers you it energizes and it has to taste great and sometimes you could make it into a grab and go but I think the mindfulness and really thinking about what you're going to be putting in your mouth before you put it in there is the most important part and I know it's not easy for some people to change but as I said one thing at a time we take it in steps Certified nutritionist Ricky McKenna, our guest today from rickyskitchen.net, and she's the author of Yes, You Can Eat Well and Eat Right. Um, more and more people, at least in, in my world uh, that I travel in, are becoming vegetarians um, or vegans. And there's been an awful lot of press in the last few years about the introduction of these plant-based meats, the Impossible Burger, the Beyond <laughs> Burger, the Beyond Chicken. Um and I wonder what your thoughts are on, on those plant-based diets and specifically these plant-based foods that are made to taste and have the same texture as meat. Well, number one, read the label first before you buy it. Yeah. Uh, that's a biggie. Even if you're not, <clears throat> excuse me, going for uh, an impossible burger or whatever you call. I did read a label on something that was a uh, a non-meat sausage product. And I read everything in there and I brought it home out of curiosity. Well, it fried up just like sausage would. Right. And it had, a, a, it was very spicy and it had a pretty good taste and the texture was pretty good. Other than that, I really have not tried much the chef that I mentioned that we had for dinner, he um, also works with, he's, as he's a vegan, and he has some new products that are coming out on the market that he let us sample when we were at his house that were absolutely delicious. The textures may be a little bit different, but the nutrition is there. And that's what I'm interested in because rather than just doing it because it's a fad and you know somebody says well you really should become a vegetarian in some cases vegetarians can be lacking in vitamin b12 which is far more prevalent in um, animal products than in veg vegetables and that's where supplements may come in but it has to be the right kind of supplements because b12 is not easy for people to really actually digest and and make it work in their systems. So it has to be the right kind of B12s. But it's really very interesting. There's a lot of stuff. It reminds me of Star Trek 
And I don't think I have a replicator downstairs in my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. All right. As we wrap up, there's got to be some motivation to what, what you are suggesting that people do in being mindful of what they eat and changing their their whole process. So if someone is really struggling with this and they really feel like, look, I need to lose 10 pounds, I need to lose 20 pounds, I need to get healthy. How much of it is a mental game? And what do you tell people to help help them get started, help them to use the monopoly analogy, help them get off go? Good point. Thank you for bringing that up. Part of it is definitely an I can game. It is a, a matter of what do you really want? And is losing 10 pounds going to make you a better person? Maybe, maybe not. But if it makes you happier that you can fit back in the skinny jeans before the 10 pounds were put on, then yeah, okay, that might be your motivation for it. But bottom line, do you want to get healthier and stay that way? Whether you want to add years to your life and life to your years, Um I really feel as though it's an individual thing that's the motivation has to come from within. It can't be just, well, my girlfriend said I need to lose this. Or, you know, my boyfriend said he liked me when I weighed 30 pounds less. Take a look at the relationship for one thing, but the relationship with yourself, with your self-confidence, with your um feelings of insecurity or security with really truly how you feel about yourself years ago somebody said to me look in the mirror when you get up in the morning smile and say oh gosh you're beautiful you can do anything and you know giving your kids that as a start I think is really more motivation to do whatever they want whether it's to be on a so-called diet or a weight loss program or a weight maintenance program you have to care about yourself and really want to feel good. Why not feel the best that you can, given whatever your environment is and whatever your you know capabilities are? And that includes the ability to purchase food, to go out for dinner or lunch or whatever, um, and take care of yourself because it's the one body that you're given. If you don't take care of it, you live in it. Where are you going to live? Good point. A lot of good points. That's Ricky McKenna, certified nutritionist and the author of Yes, You Can Eat Well and Eat Right. You can find out more about Ricky and what she does, including checking out her cooking show on Thursdays at rickyskitchen.net. That's R-I-C-K-I-S, rickyskitchen.net. Hey, thanks for coming on and talking about healthy eating with us. Burke. Thank you. This has been fun. And I hope that I'm, if I can help one person out there, um, just reach them with the idea that they're, they can be you know, wonderfully healthy, optimally healthy, then I've done my job. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. That's Ricky McKenna. Check her out at rickyskitchen.net. And thank you for checking us out on the Big Time Talker podcast right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Spotify, Apple iTunes, iHeartMedia, New episodes every Tuesday. Sure to appreciate you being here. From our studios in Washington, D.C., I'm Burke Allen. Thank you so much for listening. Now, go out and make it a great day. Bye, everybody.